It's showtime. What up? It's old Kenny here with you for a brand new episode of the Kenny Ho Show. And this one, I don't want to say it's an emergency one, but I had to record. Uh, I have no business recording. I actually already have episode 311 ready to go. Or at least it's recorded. Uh, I'm working on uh, the editing process, the the post-production side of things. But I had to record. Why? Because I came on, um, I'm pretty sure I, I said it on this podcast, right? That at some point, I think it'd be a real good idea, like when I'm double vaxxed and uh, when the greater majority of the, the city is double vaxxed, it might be time to get back on the Tinder and the Plenty of Fish because there are going to be hoes who are... Yeah, I definitely talked about this, right? There's definitely going to be girls who was kind of like in my situation where I was like holed up for so long. Uh, the first time I went into the world, I saw a bunch of like sevens out of tens, maybe not even quite sevens. And I was just like, oh my goodness, real women. So I got to imagine there's some uh, girls out there. Uh, who have been holed up, you know, the the few who aren't, uh, you know, I'm sure they're, you know, not all of them were pieces of shit who, you know, violated uh, quarantine and uh, the stay-at-home order. I'm sure a bunch of them, or at least a handful of them, stayed at home, and when it's time, they'll be ready to go as well. They'll be ready to, you know, run into old Kenny and, and uh, overvalue uh, my worth and make some bad mistakes. And so I figured, hey, I got two vaxes. I think it's time to execute my plan. And so I don't think I have uh, Tinder on my new phone, but I certainly have uh, my Plenty of Fish account still uh, still kicking about somewhere. So I went and reactivated it, and I uh, quickly deactivated it because... Um, it appears that the only women who stayed indoors uh, and didn't get into new relationships were uh, just technically female, I suppose. Uh, they're the type that should always remain indoors, uh, should never, ever uh, try to mate because... Those genetics do not need to be passed on. Oh my goodness. Did everybody, as far as I'm concerned, judging by that sample size that I saw, and it was not small, it was crazy. Like I kept having to hit uh, matches. Uh, really, these are these 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 are the matches. Uh, let me just uh, see the next batch of matches. Oh, okay. Ah, uh, not better at all. Okay, one more time. Let's. Wow. Oh my goodness! I think I'm gonna throw up. I just kept pushing the refresh and refresh. Uh, 
holy crap judging by this large sample size uh there's a lot of large women uh who want some loving goodness gracious i think i know about the freshman was it 15 or 30 or whatever when you uh when you go to college and you put on all that weight uh I hear COVID's kind of the same shit, right? It's like the COVID-30, or in uh, some people's cases that I know, like the COVID-50. But uh, these big old women look like they put on the COVID-150. Oh my goodness. Holy crap. I had to come on because I I was going to throw up if I didn't. Listen, I may not be as handsome as I used to be. In fact, I may not qualify to be handsome at all. But I'm handsome in comparison. I'm real good. Look, I'm skinny compared to these girls. You know, I've heard of the big and tall store. It seems like these women shop at the big and wide store. Oh my goodness. The worst are the ones who are doing like sexy poses. I'm like, please don't, lady. I don't know what you're trying to accomplish here. I guess I can take a guess at what you're trying to accomplish here. But you're not only not succeeding, but you're disgusting everybody listen being fat isn't a crime but being fat and doing sexy poses and posting them on the internet ought to be this is what happens when we live in a generation where uh a bunch of let's face it a bunch of delusional fat chicks uh, run the internet you know just because they don't want to work out and look fit and stuff uh they try to Uh, will it upon everybody else they try to shame everybody else for fat shaming when let's face it at the end of the day the only people who have to be ashamed of anything are these chicks it's like ease up on the popeyes lady ease up on drinking gravy lady and i know the gyms were closed but like stairs are a thing just go and walk up and down those stairs Well, I mean, it wasn't going to help. They would have had to walk up and down the CN Tower uh, 7,000 times uh, consecutively and then die so that they're fat, disgusting. And they weren't even pretty. My goodness. I've, I've met big old women who had nice faces. Uh, These ones did not qualify for that listen the al-qaeda had it wrong the whole time they're they're trying to come up with weapons of mass destruction to destroy uh north america all you needed to do was recruit a bunch of these fat girls and make them do sexy poses and then post pictures up all around the internet and we would all kill ourselves there's no doubt i have no doubt in my mind because uh you know lately i've been I guess distracted enough where calling it a day hasn't crossed my mind nearly as much as it usually does. But right now I'm like, I'm going to need a toaster and I need to run me a bath. <laughs> so suffice it to say, I guess I'm dying alone. Uh, given a choice and uh, dealing with a gross broad or uh Just not dealing at all. Not dealing at all is much better. Like, listen, if I ever get lonely, strip club's a thing. 
And even though I don't suggest going to like the trashy ones, like if if the dances are for like ten dollars a song or something, it's probably not good news, right? The place that I went where it was like twenty twenty five bucks a song. I mean that girl, she was milk chocolate. Both in complexion and how soft her skin was. My goodness. Never mind POF. Just gonna stick to strip clubs. But on to more pleasant things. Yes, the shitstorm that's that's incurred on uh, Kevin Smith is far more pleasant than the sights I just uh, put myself through seeing. And quite frankly, shave Kevin Smith put a wig on him and that was the other thing right there was a lot of dudes on there my goodness holy shit this is definitely 2021 man people all confused about what gender there actually are people confused at an all-time clip and oh my goodness one of these dudes one of these zergs not even nice he was like zerg was like no pics, no reply. I wanted to write, no JJ, no reply. But all kidding aside, honestly, in a situation like that, make the decision. If you truly feel like you're an actual woman, let's go for surgery. Let's go get the medication because right now, you're not a woman. You're just a dude in a wig with quite a gnarly five o'clock shadow. This is not a good look on you. And I'm telling you, sir... Those two oranges in your dress ain't gonna fool nobody for that long, alright? But let's move on from that. I've mostly moved on from all that stuff. I'm sure I'll have a couple nightmares about it later on tonight. But for now, I'm okay. And let's talk about a nightmare that won't seem to end for Kevin Smith. In a large part because he won't shut the hell up. Dude, here you've got two moves here. Either say nothing, ignore these people, you made your cash. You got paid, you got the check, the check is cleared, you're good. Move on, or admit that you lied, admit you screwed up. I don't know, I guess apologize, I don't know. That's not really something I I feel like he needs to do. I guess for, for lying, blatantly lying, and then move on. Don't go out there and blame all the fans. Don't go out there and... Try to make it seem like you didn't do anything sketchy or screwed up or anything like that. Because that's what he's doing. Yeah, so a follow-up to last episode's uh, main topic, I guess. Because when I did that, I I just looked at uh, what was on Twitter. I think I looked at an article. But certainly I didn't do the deep dive like I did last night after I did the episode. And it just... Some of the moves he made just doesn't seem very Kevin Smith because I've been following this man's career for the past like 10 years or so, maybe a little bit less. Yeah, maybe closer to eight years or so, but, you know, long enough. Podcasts are relatively new, so I've been following him for most of his podcasting career because the thing with movies is and television uh, shows and such is the actors playing the characters are seldom like the characters. It's called acting, right? So you don't really get a good sense of what the the actor is about just by, you know, what you see uh, on screen. But when it comes to podcasting, and especially 
the amount of podcasting that Kevin Smith has done, it's tough to bullshit, right? It's pretty much what you see is what you get, at least over time. The real person will come out. It's very hard to hide who that is. It's very hard to hide who you truly are, right? I think for maybe like the first 10 episodes, I was trying to not reveal that I'm not a big fan of large women. But clearly, after 300 episodes, it's crystal clear that's not my thing. And I don't need to be because I remember when I was at my largest, I still had two girls who... You know, not A quality, but they were, you know, what we call in the biz uh, as doable. Um, And they're both skinny girls and they are both interested in me. So I'm just going to stick to my guns and uh, not move on to a high caloric diet, you know. But back to Kevin Smith, I felt like I had a good grasp of who he is. I still feel like I do. He's definitely changed over the past couple years, I think. He's a bit more full of himself. Because I think right now he's kind of like as big as he's ever been. Not physically, of course, but I think he's more mainstream than he's ever been. Whereas back in the day, you know, he saw himself as an artist. I think other people saw him as an artist. So he didn't have that mainstream appeal. But he does now, or at least used to before this debacle. I think, I mean, a lot of people have completely just turned on him, right? Even people who who liked his stuff before, after this, they're like, well, we don't like him anymore. Uh, we got no respect for him anymore. And I'm not part of that camp. He's mishandling the situation, don't get me wrong. I don't appreciate that uh, he, I mean, wrote this piece of crap, this woke piece of crap, and then turned around and lied about it when people were like, because somebody, um, there was a, a YouTube channel that actually had an insider with knowledge of what the show was actually about and let them know, and these guys tweeted it. They said something along the lines of, uh, the new He-Man uh, isn't actually about He-Man, it's about Tila and her girlfriend. And he flat out, Kevin Smith, flat out came out and said, oh no, that's not what it's about. It's a definitely a He-Man show. Uh, Tila's there, she's important. But she's she's not the show, and she doesn't have a girlfriend. And then, if you ever watch this show, then you will know that is all bullshit. The insider leaked uh, good information. It's not about He-Man. It's about you know a side character who they completely changed anyway. It's not even it's not even like recognizable. Tila apparently was a likable character. Now she's a selfish, self-absorbed bitch and although the girl is not uh officially her girlfriend you can tell they're interested in each other just by the way they look at each other i mean come on i didn't even i didn't even look at cutter girl like that i had more respect for her and again he's trying to spin so many plates he's trying to deflect so much of the bullshit um that he i think he's getting caught up a little bit he's getting crossed up in his lies because he's saying things like do you think mattel paid me all this money and spent all this money on a show about he-man to only not have he-man in it grow the f up which is crazy i'm like wow 
you really, of all the people on the planet, I don't think you have the right to tell anyone to grow up. Because, I mean, look at how you dress, my guy. You still wear a backwards hat. You smoke weed all day. You own a comic book store. Your whole career is dependent on childish things. That if these people grew up and grew out of this stuff, you're shit out of luck, my guy. You're shit out of a job. But what he's basically saying there is, do you think I could get away with doing something like that? Do you think Netflix and Mattel would ever let me do something so stupid as to have a He-Man show that's not about He-Man? And I'm just like, well, evidently, it appears that the proof is in the pudding and on this show. But never mind that, because like some other time he's like, well, I'm not sweating anything because... Even though I think it's pretty messed up that there's all this hate for this show and it can't be good for the show, my bosses don't feel the same way. My bosses, the powers that be at Netflix, have told me, Kevin, don't worry. There's only five to 10,000 people who seem to have an issue with this. We have 210 million subscribers we're going to be fine. Which, first of all, pretty nonchalant, right? They don't give a shit, really. So he's going from, well, these guys really care. They've, they've got their, you know, these people are so vigilant, nothing bad's going to happen. They're not going to let me do anything stupid. And then on the other hand, let, he's just like, no, they actually don't care. They're not, they're not too interested in this property. They don't care what's going to happen. They can weather it. They can write a check and make all my problems go away. But for Netflix to look at it like that, that is so stupid. That is absolutely the wrong attitude to have. Hey, I don't think it's 10,000 people have an issue with this. It feels like the greater majority of people who care about this show have an issue with this. So the number is probably much greater, greater than what you're saying. And you should care because... Those, those are that's bogus like 210 million subscribers uh, there are so much garbage and or at least stuff I'm not interested in so garbage and stuff I'm not interested in so you wouldn't be able to count me in to many of those projects any given number of those projects just like how you can't count every single one of those 210 million people as people who are going to watch Masters of the Universe that's just not how it works and I read earlier that Netflix is losing subscribers like crazy and their uh, their investors are a little bit concerned and they should be because if this is their attitude, there is like, ah, who cares? Who cares? We can weather this. Don't worry about it. We have so many subscribers. We have so much money. Don't worry about it. No, like, if... I just some people just don't know how good they have it because because as a performer maybe not so much now but I've certainly in the past had a very high standard for uh you know producing quality things I remember that being the case in theater school in radio school now I'm not the most anal person on the planet I remember there were guys in uh in radio school I stayed up till I think it was like four in the morning, three or four in the morning working on something. But these guys were so hardcore, they slept overnight at the school. 
And they weren't even ready by the next morning at 8 a.m. So I'm not that crazy. I'm not there like that anal. Like third, you know, crunch is crunch. But there comes there comes a time when I'm like, well, this is probably about as good as I can get it. I'm not putting in the extra. I'm not skipping sleep to get it to be a bit better. So I feel like if I was in the position where I ran Netflix, I would be so careful in curating every single, certainly every single project that I greenlight that my company is filming. You know, I can't control what others do with their movies, like what other companies uh, do with their movies. I can choose not to buy those movies. But I feel like as one man, like as one person, I would definitely need an entire team of people to go and pick and choose movies and shows to put on there. So that I might be hands off with, but I'm pretty certain when it comes to shooting your own stuff, you could be very hands-on. I'm not sure that the people who run it today are. They probably, again, have a team and uh, decide that way. But if I was the guy, if I was the top head honcho at Netflix, I would do basically nothing other than very meticulously picking out projects. I would take pitches every day. That would be my job because I can hand over the other things. Like I could hand over, you know, who's foreseeing the numbers and whatever, right? There are people who are great at that and they should be doing that stuff. I shouldn't be doing it. The only thing I would be doing is picking and choosing the absolute best projects to put on my platform to make me the number one platform on the planet. And they got it half right. He-Man, Masters of the Universe, that's the right project to take on and do a, a new a new version of it, a, a sequel, more adult version of it. Absolutely, it is the right call, but they dropped the ball in the content. The idea was right, but then they tried to go woke. Instead of doing a show about He-Man, they decided to do, do a show about Tila, a far less popular character and far less well-known to like the average show. I didn't know who the hell she was. I figured they made her up. But it turns out she's a big deal in the original show. It's just she's nothing like this version of her, and she certainly should not be leading the He-Man show. If they wanted to do a Tila show, I'm okay. You know, do a little... Uh, a spin-off action after your main He-Man show has proven that it's worth its salt. And they could have done that. Because if you watch uh, the, the, I guess it's the first trailer. I was super interested in watching this show after I heard Kevin Smith talk about it on Smodcast. I'm like, oh yeah. I'm like, I'm not the biggest He-Man fan in the world, but I've always had a liking uh, for He-Man. Just a cool, popular character. And uh, I was into all that stuff uh, to an extent, right? As I said, I'm not the biggest fan, but I, Kevin Smith plus He-Man, a property I'm pretty good with. I was absolutely going to watch it just based on that alone. But after today, because uh, I did the deep dive, as, as I said, so I looked into the trailer and oh my goodness, this trailer is unbelievable, you need to watch it for yourself. Check it out. It's on YouTube. Uh, it's, I think, like a minute and a half. And it has the I Need a Hero. Oh, I forget who sings that. But it's a popular song. You, I'm sure you've heard it a million times in your life. 
And uh, so that, and it's one of, I want to say it's one of my favorite songs, but it's a song, again, much, much like He-Man, I take to it. I like it and have always liked this song. And so I was the perfect song chosen for uh, this trailer. And it's like a new recording, so it's a new remix of it. And it fits perfectly with uh, everything that's going on in the trailer. Like, you're seeing characters that you that you watched as a kid that maybe you grew up with. Uh, and they're just kicking ass. They're, like, doing exactly what you wanted and wished they did as a kid, but they couldn't because it's a child show. And now this is the adult, more mature take on it. So they can go balls to the wall with the action and it is unbelievable like when he-man goes i have the power i got goosebumps i'm like holy shit i want to watch this show but then i remembered oh no i don't want to watch this show because this is not really the show if they had done that show because i don't have netflix right now because uh, after like five years of uh paying just to have it there and never use it uh, now with uh, it being a, a, a dollar more and the Canadian government charges taxes on it, it made sense that if I'm not going to use the service, get rid of it. But had they done this show, which is like, I guess, clips from the first like five, ten minutes of the first episode, because He-Man's actually alive in all the clips. If they did this show, there's no doubt I would have reactivated my Netflix to watch it. No doubt in my mind, because it is so amazing. But what we got is the bait and switch. That's what everybody's accusing him of, and it is... Yeah, and I would agree. That's bait and switch. He's like, you're watching He-Man. This is what you're going to get. Look at this trailer. It's all He-Man all day long. And then we're like, okay, we're in. Let me start watching this show. And then they switch it with the Tila show. And for him to be like, it's not the Tila show. He-Man doesn't move aside for Tila. It's like, what are you talking about, man? Like, uh, there's an article. I'm biting my tongue. I don't even want to comment on what I think about the author of that article. But if you sift through all the the pretentious nonsense and clear bias for this show, uh, you will find there's one part where Sarah Michelle Gellar, uh, who's the voice of Tila actually said no to doing the show. She's like, no, I, I don't re- even remember that character being important. She's like, I don't want to do a small role. You know who I am? I'm Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Are you crazy? I'm a lady, you were Buffy the Vampire Slayer. You should probably be pretty happy that uh, you're, you're, you're getting to, you know, make probably uh, an easy, like, 100K just, like, recording a voice. Again, some people just don't know how lucky they are. I would I would do voiceover work for like $1,000, never mind $100,000. But I digress. What was uh, important to this part of the article is Kevin Smith's like, this show's not the Tila show, it's the He-Man show. What are you talking about? But Sarah Michelle Gellar literally was like, I wasn't going to do the show. I thought it was a, a small role. And then I read the script and she was like, oh, wait, she is the show. Your lead actress even debunked you, bro. Even she's like, oh, yeah, she is the lead. This is her show. It's not He-Man. Tila is the show. So I don't know what he's doing. He's probably doing 
what as far as I'm concerned is necessary in everybody's life. And that's living in denial. It's a great survival mechanism. I'm sure there's a line, but I hope to never find out what that is. Because if I didn't tell myself everything's going to be okay. Hey, just keep working at stuff. Everything's going to be fine. I would have definitely gotten the rope by now. Now, I'd intended to release this episode sooner, but, um, you know, insert some sort of clever excuse here. That's just not me being fat and lazy. But yeah, like, this is a week later, and it seems like nobody gives a shit about this anymore. <laughs> they have, everybody's moved on, which just goes to show you, honestly, with anything in life, just remove yourself from a bad situation and then move on with your life. Don't do what Kevin Smith did and just dig himself into a deeper hole. Just shut up. Or tell someone to screw off. And then move on. Life goes on. So any situation you're in, like a job you hate, if you're in a relationship you hate, remove yourself from the situation and move on. From experience, trying to make something work I don't think it ever works. If a situation is meant to work, then it's probably going to happen really fast. And you're probably going to know really fast. I think if you're being perfectly honest with yourself, I think in any given situation, if you just listen to your gut, you'll know right off the bat, oh, this ain't a good situation. Or in the case of Natalie Portman's husband showing up for his first day to direct Natalie Portman in Black Swan, he's like, this is going to be a very, very good situation. Or more realistically, this is going to be a very, very good situation. You ballet-loving dandy. He's just using you as a beard, Natalie, can't you see? Alright, that's that's enough of Kevin Smith. It feels good that I got it off my chest that, honestly... His movies suck, and his writing is kind of shit. In fact, I'm not looking forward to Clerks 3 at all. It's probably, judging by what we just saw here, this woke fest, it's not actually going to be Clerks. It's just going to be another vehicle for him to try to get his daughter a gig in the, in the acting universe. Well, that's a damn shame. I'm still probably going to watch it. Because I'm soft-minded. All right. Toodles.